Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Stargirl Podcast. This is for Season 3, Episode 13, Chapter 13, The Reckoning, the series finale of Stargirl. And Lizzie and I have a lot of thoughts. So let's yes. get into it. Um, are we doing like our good thoughts first thing? Because I have a lot of both. <laughs> Should we start? Do we want to let's end on a high note? Okay, so let's, so let's start with the negative then. Let's start with the part where we trash it. Um, okay, why? Like <laughs> everything happened, and like this should have been like five episodes. I got so much information, and everything worked out wonderfully in 20 minutes. Why did we have an entire season if we could have just fixed all the problems in 20 minutes? With people finally realizing things like Cameron, dude, like what happened? That is the exact same thought I had as I was watching it. I looked at how much time was left in the episode and I was real sus about it. <laughs> like, how are they going to do this? And then boop, 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 one after the other, everything worked out. And I had the exact same thought where I said to myself, like, this could have been episode five. Like, and then we could have gotten, I don't know, they mentioned the Nebula Man at the end. We could have gotten some cool stuff after that instead of just dragging out this Starman Ultra Humanite thing. So I was definitely disappointed in the pacing of this episode and the pacing of this final season. Look, I would have taken uh, Brain Sylvester coming back into Sylvester's body over while we got the season. Like, I would have taken that. Like, we got two seconds of Mike seeing his mom, which they built up for a gazillion seasons, and then he got to call uh, Barbara mom. That was, like, two seconds. We couldn't even enjoy the good things. Mm -hmm. It was so rushed. I just wanted to, like, you know, revel in the, like, step-parent feels because... Courtney and Pat also got, like, we also got their little moment on the yeah. stairs. And I was like, where has this been? Why why are we just shoving all of this in at the end? When, like, this is the stuff we like. Like, this entire episode, I feel, was the stuff that we always liked. It was great action sequences. Like, the junkyard scene was freaking amazing like all the staff action was so cool even if it wasn't Courtney doing it half of the time it was still very cool lots of cameos from the people we actually care about throughout this episode but it's also like where have y'all been for five hours you know right and also I think perhaps the most important question of it all is is there any way to kill Icicle like, is he just immortal? Like, is he, I'm, I'm assuming he's dead at the end, but, like, I've assumed that two times before. Can this dude really be killed? I don't know. Can also, I also don't understand how ice travels. Does it have... Okay, so I had to go to, like, nature school when I was... Or whatever it was, like, outdoor science school when I was in elementary school, right? And we learned about clouds and stuff. Did I miss that lesson on how someone made of ice can travel i feel like i wasn't paying attention maybe i was too busy listening to in sync at the time i don't know i blame justin timberlake for this because i don't know how that happened i don't know how many times he needed to survive like the second time you killed them couldn't that have been the one 
Like, what? Why go? What? What I don't understand is why give Cameron this arc for then to get that scene at the end. Like, how many people need to get the same revenge? Like, it's <laughs> it's a little like a cop out. Like when I saw him walking, I was like, again, you again. How many times have we tried to kill you, Jordan? God, I don't know. And then Artemis, poor dear, she didn't even get to do anything. Yeah, except at the very end, which was cool, but it was like a second. And they were they were talking about too how like oh she always shows up when she's needed, and then she didn't show up at the junkyard fight, and that would have been so cool. Like she could have killed him there. It would have like I I know they wanted to give Cameron a moment, but that's just like a really harsh thing to have to kill your dad, which he apparently didn't do, but he probably thinks he did anyway. So like, how's that even better? I don't, I don't know, Lizzie. I still have, I have many questions. I don't know anything. So, like, what was Cameron's, like, I would like someone to explain to me Cameron's reasoning throughout this entire season and this episode. Like, what was your breaking point? Like, oh, you're going to kill Courtney. Like, they've been about to kill them multiple times before, Cameron. Like, what exactly was your breaking point? Like, I don't get it. Um. And then also, Cameron, do you not at this point understand when your grandparents are talking to each other in another language? Like, they're just (laughs) not a good thing. They always do the same thing, Cameron. Like, did you not pick up anything? Like, I'm disappointed. If I were Cameron, I would have done some like Duolingo in Norwegian just to know, like, like, you know, have the vocabulary list of all of the scheming words like kill murder death learn all those words right what they're talking about i'm I'm kind of glad at least the grandpa um made it because he always seemed like the best one and like it would have sucked for cameron to lose his entire family um but then the, even the little things like when yolanda after the the grandma gets um flattened by that car Jolanda's all like I didn't do it and I was like oh no here we go again in that spiral but of course they don't have time for that um Yolanda's family they don't have time for that they just threw in a conversation in Spanish at the end and we're gonna assume that's all fine because trauma doesn't exist and they didn't treat her like shit the entire three seasons because she called them so that fixes everything what in the world you know what else I'm mad about is so at the very end, right? We get the 10 years from now thing. Yeah. And then the shade talks about how our man and Dr. Midnight and their impending nuptials. And yet we got none, none of that in this entire series. You're going to put that at the very end with no details not even a cameo of the two of them like holding hands and walking i don't know give me something we've been waiting for that for since we started season zero we knew that that was a ship that we wanted and we got nothing we got absolutely like for a moment when beth and rick were talking to her parents and she stood up i was like wait what is going on here because uh, and it was just being being supportive and like again I know they have plans for more but since this season was set up so badly the pacing was so horrible we lost so many opportunities and then it felt like at the end they tried to give us a glimpse of what they were planning long term but you should have planned this better 
and and also they were apparently sort of setting up some Infinity Inc. sort of spinoff, which I mean I'm glad uh, you were dreaming large, but like, didn't you sort of see how things were coming uh, before season three? Like I don't I don't I don't know how you planned this way and and spent an entire season with Sylvester slash Ultra Humanoid, um, and then just think that we are gonna be happy with the crumbs we got at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I even Cameron all- Courtney crumbs. Like, oh, yeah. they recreated. Who the hell cares at this point? I only cared because the music made me care. I was like, oh, this is a nice, like, dramatic music number. That's cool. I mean, I think I'm, I'm, I'm super sad again, and we did not get any real explanation of Rick's like, did like because I'm just now concerned about like what happened afterwards. Like, he and Bag got together at some point, okay. But, like, where was he living? Did her parents take him in? Because that's just weird, then, if they're living together and then they start a relationship. How did that, like, I, now someone has to write me, like, a 500,000-word fake to fix these shoes' issues. Yeah, the thing that I liked with Rick this episode is he apologized to Beth's parents. And I was like, oh, that is growth for my little boy. And then he gave Beth these like reassuring back rubs while she asked for help. And I was like, sweet baby angels. Maybe that's how the, you know, impending nuptial started was with the reassuring back rub. But they didn't even do enough to set it up. Like they had a chance to give us moments where we would have been like, um, like, I mean, we only knew because of the comics. I don't think the show ever did enough for us to be like, oh, yes, of course, the impending nuptials, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, anyone who's not a comic fan has probably heard that and was like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. So it's just, I don't know, so disappointing in general. And then just, I, I feel like they wasted everyone. Cindy, for example, wasted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was so much more they could have done with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and all she got was like, a carnival prize stuffed animal. Yeah. At the end of all this, you know? From the Thunderbolt, who is like, can you keep a secret? Like, <laughs> why was that necessary? That was not <laughs> what Akima asked. Oh, God. Now I'm just mad again. I, I didn't want to be mad. Like, I, I know we got some good moments. The corny and pad moment was good. Mm-hmm. Um, the Mike and Barbara moment was good. I think we needed, not that they had time, but I think we needed a moment with the entire family. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though the Corny and Pat moment was good, I felt like there was not enough payoff to the I thought Pat was dead. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, because he, he just shows up and like we're moving to like battle mode. And uh, I just felt like that was such a wasted opportunity. Because, I mean, the angst of the moment was just, eh, that's mm-hmm. really alive. We no, won- yeah, no one, including the viewer, believed that he was dead, which was the problem. Right? But, like, we were, we could have still felt for Courtney if she, like, had been allowed to stay and, like, think it over. Because she would have started getting worried. Um, but the pacing left them in a place where they couldn't even do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 
No, yeah. like even the good things were bad because the place is amazing. What is this? It's just like let's just fix everything in thirty minutes, even if it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed Barbara with the crossbow. Yeah, that was a great. That was a good payoff. It reminded me of the dearly departed Tigress and Sportsmaster, who didn't get a second chance. And who did not have to die. Like, you know how mad it made me <clears throat> to see Jordan at the end and be like, how many times do we have to kill you? But the Crocs are dead. <laughs> Henry Jr. Right, Henry Jr. and the Crocs, but he, Sylvester is still somehow alive. And I was so, like, imagine if we got into season four. At this point, like, I'm, there are so many things I would have liked to see in a season four. But at this point, I don't trust the writers. Because what if we got into season four? We, 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 we have focused on season four on actually getting the real Sylvester. I would have, like, that would have been okay, way too much for me. A season of fake Sylvester and a season of real Sylvester? No. <laughs> We would have seen, like, a whole season of them, like, hiking up that mountain or wherever the, wherever Sylvester's real brain was. God. Just family camping outing. You know? Like, God. And then, I don't know, just, like, my, my babies were good. We did not get enough scenes with them. Like, I, I don't feel like, for all that we got the shade, who I love, um, talking about the JSA and like paying tribute to the JSA at the end, we barely got to see the JSA. This mm-hmm. episode, of- like, oh, you're like ending the show with like the JSA is what's important. And I was like, oh, did you know that though? Yeah, maybe I think it was. It feels to me like they asked that actor to come back to shoot that scene once they found out that they were getting the series canceled because it felt just like a lot of rush. Right. But even so, if you do that to give closure, why bring Jay Garrick? Like, I love mm. Jay. Oh, that's like, true, yeah. Why are you ending like that? Like, you could have actually closed it. That was leaving it open. So that mm-hmm. makes me think they actually filmed this before, which... It's just a horrible one. Like, if this is just what you could do uh, to fix it after knowing you got canceled, I don't like it, but I can get it. If this was actually what you planned, what in the world? Because then I don't know why you bring Jake out because this wasn't actually the plan. That's true. So, okay, yeah. Let's say what you're saying is true, right? And this is actually what they planned for the end of season three and they were going to have a season four. That means season four would have been getting the real Sylvester back because they mentioned that and then rescuing the seven soldiers of victory from the Nebula man. That's what we would have gotten from season four, probably. Now I don't know how right. I feel about and that. Then we, I don't know, but like also, were they going to do a time jump? Right, yeah. Like, were, was that what was going to happen or were they just going to always end Stargirl in season three and do us, give us like, instead of Stargirl, like an Infinity Inc. sort of spin-up type thing? Um, that wasn't really Stargirl. <clears throat> so I don't know at what I mean, at what point you stop being Stargirl. Because like Courtney in ten years time is not a girl. Exactly. Like at what point like do, does your miss like just like stripesy? Like do you remain Stargirl till you're seventy? Like Yeah, like Yeah, because in that like 
um, 10 years later thing, he was like, Star Woman and Dragon Queen. And I'm like, that's cool. Would have been nice if we were around to see that transition. That would have been nice. It's 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 kind of hilarious, and then we just didn't. I can I don't think the, the the little mentions of them. Like I know it's it's not easy to sort of uh, sort of age up. Like, but the actors don't need that to be aged up that much. Like they could have shown us the the future, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I would have paid for a picture of Drake and Bass and like their their nuptials or like I don't know. It's just. It makes me even angrier that they see something that they're not, never going to give me. Yeah. even And even though the final title card says never the end, I was like, mm, it is the end. Like, what? What? how are we going to get any of our questions answered now at this point? Like, we're still wondering what happened to Rick's uncle. No idea. <laughs> no idea. Never going to learn. And I, and I I think that Never the End was sort of more of a nod to the fact that in comics, the characters will always return. Doesn't mean they will return the same presentation with the same actor, sort of. Uh, which is sad, because this show, in and of itself, as you said, had some uh, questions that were left, like, open-ended that we never got an answer to. Because season three just did not make sense. In mm-hmm. general. Like, the, they, they, they left the things they were very good at doing in the first two seasons is like they forgot to do in season three. Like the the everything about Rick. Like I don't even know why they introduced a story with the hourglass. It ended up being nothing. Mm-hmm. It it what was the payoff of that? Like Rick learns lessons. Rick had already learned a lot of lessons. Like I don't understand. Like humility has been Rick's lesson over and over and over again. So, yeah, and yeah. he also learned not to trust older men. <laughs> yes, That's, which yeah. I'm not looking he already knew. <laughs> it's a valuable lesson, though. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, that that was worth repeating. And, like, I don't even know what Beth's lesson was. Like, we didn't get to see the new costume. Oh, um, that's the other thing that we'll never get. I'm so mad about that. We didn't get to see a new costume. We didn't get to see her kick ass. She was always in this frumpy and like ill-fitting thing, um, and that just sucks. Oh, uh, yeah, just. I mean, I I don't think they knew how to write the possible ship, um, and I understand that in the first season they could have told me, "Well, we have time," but if you got to the third season and you're still not even like, I don't know, trying to set it up. Or if that was your idea of setup, we need to talk. Yeah, that that did not set up well. 100%. And then all the interpersonal relationships, nothing was paid off. Like, the things that they set up at the beginning that made the show special. Courtney and Yolanda's friendship. We mm-hmm. didn't really get more of that near the end. <clears throat> the relationship of Rick with this girl. We only got him in bed, and we knew they were, like, we only got him in bed because they were going to turn that romantic. So that's not really payoff in the sense of the familial relationship within the JSA. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a little bit of Pat and Corny, and then Mike and um, and Barbara. But, like, we didn't get the entire family unit, which was sort of the center of Stargirl, 
the entirety of the show. Um, and then we didn't get answers for Joland and her family, Rick and whatever he was living and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even Beth's parents, who I love, I swear to God, I love them now. But it, it was also very abrupt how they went from um, it's okay, we won't help you because, and then to, oh, we can we get costumes? And I was like, okay. Are you like respected doctor? Do you have like jobs? <laughs> Don't, you, I know. Don't you have to go into surgery? Like, what are you scheduling your nightlight shifts? You know? God. And then, yeah. And then the people at Blue Valley. Like, I need to have a serious conversation with like the general population in Blue Valley. Because, I mean, everyone comes back from the dead in this town. No one blinks an eye. Like, everything's cool. Like, what are you guys used to? Something in the water. Yeah, they're so good at looking away from, like, fights in the middle of town, too. <laughs> like, oh, superheroes fighting again. Let me close the curtains. I know, and it's, like, a tiny town, and yet this always happens to them. It's one thing if it's, like, metropolis like that's a big city but blue valley it's like what one street long straight one but if that yeah 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 i don't yeah i don't know i think the one okay let's get into what we liked i really enjoyed seeing dr mid thighs one more time I knew you would. I mean, when I saw him, I was like, well, this would make Andy happy at least. (laughs) Someone has to explain to me what medically is happening. And I prefer that to come out of Dr. Mintheis. I mean, I knew that happened. But also, it was very sad that we got to see him and he's wearing a suit. Mm, I know. Criminal. I know. But I mean, he can't just show up in a cloak all the time. I mean, Would you let a man in a cloak into the hospital? I don't think so. I mean, I don't, I don't know, considering this is blue bath. <laughs> True. So let's never say never. Uh, and I, I think for you, he could have just done that. Like this, if this was the end, I just think you just sold that. Just for me personally, all of the hours that me personally, I have put into this show. Yeah, I did deserve right. it. And all the, the time we spent with uh, Sylvester, like, we deserved, like, some sort of reward for the time we spent with fake Sylvester, not even real Sylvester. Mm-hmm. While his brain was somewhere. <laughs> Why? And, like, what was even the point of Helix this season? I don't know. To set up a spinoff again, I like, think. Well, I just I just thought about that. The spin-off we're never getting because I don't know. I don't know. It felt like they could have done so much more with so much of what they had. They had interesting characters that hadn't been explored in any other way uh before. And instead we just ended up with this rushed um I mean I guess they try to give us a happy ending, so we'll give them that, but it was rushed. And it was not satisfying. And I would rather just rewatch the season two finale and be like, this is the end of the show. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but Pat and Courtney, 
Like the family dynamics were good, I guess. I can go back to that. Mm-hmm. Anytime the Dugan Whitmores throw a party, I love that. It seems to be like their annual tradition. They have like a big party. All of the kids come. That was good. I'm glad Cindy was there. Amazing. Let's just have yeah. let's just have another a spin-off where it's just focused on the Whitmer Dugans and all the people who come into their house. Beautiful. <sighs> just family feels. That's all I wanted, Lizzie. And here we are. And here we are. Do and we have what? like final thoughts? I mean, I, I I struggle to have final thoughts on a season that I don't think worked at all. Yeah. Like, sad because we only had good things to say about this show for two seasons, and we barely had good things to say about the show in season three. But the things that worked in season three, the few things that worked, were the, the things that worked in the first two seasons that they, for some reason, decided they needed to change. Um, the show worked perfectly for two seasons, and that's what they should have focused on on season three, and they didn't. We didn't need Starman. Mm-hmm. I think that, I think that is like my biggest regret about decisions that were made on the show is like having such a focus on the Starman bit, and then it not being Starman. If we had taken that out, given that time to the kids, that would have made this season feel. A lot more like the previous seasons. Yeah, it's just disappointing, and I, I don't want to go back and on the disappointment. But like, we expected better from you, Star Girl. You gave us better. That's part of the problem. Um, but I will try to remember the show as what it gave us in the first two seasons. And Courtney, my precious uh, cupcake. Uh, who still was like, I don't know, when Barbara had to tell her, oh, the staff only works. And I was like, Courtney, I thought that was obvious. Like, <laughs> like I love you, Courtney, but like sometimes like some critical thinking would be good here. And then, I don't know. I, I feel like the show did very good when it focused on familial relationships, uh, when it focused on the friendship when it did focus on that, it lost sort of a little bit when it focused on other things. Um, except the Pat and Sylvester or fake Sylvester relationship, which they never got right, even when mm-hmm. it was fake Sylvester. But uh, even Courtney and Cameron ended up feeling flat because I don't think the show had any idea what to do with teenage romance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Other than dramatic music. Well, the dramatic music was good, but that was about it. That was it. That was it. You have to manipulate my feelings through music. So, yeah. I mean, just so we end on a good note. Um, what was <laughs> what will you say with that is good from the show? Other than the beard. <laughs> Maybe we can end there with Wilson's glorious beard. Keep the beard. Yeah, yeah keep the beard. Keep the thighs. Um, I think my favorite moment from like the show, like if we're talking about seasons one, two, and three, the moment that really stands out to me as like my favorite moment is when 
Pat was trying out Stripe for the first time and punched himself in the face. I always think about that for some reason. You know, no emotional moment at all for me. It's just like that pure physical comedy of it was just like so delightful. Like I remember just like that first season when we were so excited about seeing them suit up for the first time and how much that made me laugh. Like that was a special moment for me. Yeah. I think I will stay with the Pat and Courtney if I have to pick one thing. Yeah. Uh, and I guess this is the end of Stargirl podcast. Um, I don't know if we might decide to come back at some point to talk about something else or like, uh, I don't know. feels like the season was such a disappointment. We don't even really want to break it down. So for now, this is probably us signing off for good. And it has been a pleasure to discuss the show despite the fact that season three was uh season three um mm-hmm. and for me in particular it's been a pleasure to be here with angie so there's i that. agree not that it was a pleasure to be with me but a pleasure to be with lizzie and thank you everyone who did send us emails and thank you for being patient with us as we struggled to respond to them um and also thank you for all of your tweets thank you for your ratings and reviews we appreciated all of that and you can keep up with us personally on twitter um we have our links in the blog post the show notes so we're calling it if you want to follow us i don't really talk about much on my personal social media except for like cakes so but cakes are good and cakes are good that's that's all and she's good at it so oh thank you Yeah, and I think, um, yeah, I just really loved talking to Lizzie for all of these hours. So maybe we'll do something else later. Yes, when we find, when life gives us time, we probably will. Yeah. So that's it. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye.